watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Beheim! Wow, is that silence in a little bit? Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps Don't up. Fit. Pop pass up in the middle. Got Rutgers it. got it. Ruby run. 15-10. Hit it in. Gregory touchdown. The Bills make me wanna shout. Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. It go to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing in the miss. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On The Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7. FM heard wherever you are. Whatever you are doing on the ESPN app. Seen, heard, and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen, on the mighty QSportsTalk.com, a magical place where you can watch a man do many things, including talk sports with you. Yes, I said it. Watch a radio show. Watch a radio show. Defying all logic of what I was taught about radio. It's theater of the mind, right? No. It is a visual presentation, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to all of our friends in town this weekend for radio. 50th anniversary celebration of the mighty WJPZ. Shout out to all of our friends that are here for that radio, right? That's what we learned, radio. But um, see, in 2023, it's also a visual presentation on QSportsTalk.com where you can watch the show, you can chat throughout the show, you can get the show within the show, the secret society of the show, meaning when the radio audience is in commercial break, the audience at QSportsTalk.com is not because we keep the camera on, we keep the microphone on during radio breaks, and we keep chatting with you. <sighs> Does it get better than that? I don't think so. 437-7644 is the phone number. Brent Axe Media on Twitter. And as mentioned, the live chat at QSportsTalk.com. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. March the 3rd, 2023. is a very interesting March here. For Syracuse basketball fans continues. We're waiting on bated breath for the NCAA women's selection show to see if Syracuse did enough to get in after losing to NC State yesterday. For Syracuse and Wake Forest coming up tomorrow at the Dome, which will be uh, certainly about many things, past, present, and future, as we will discuss on the program here today and throughout the program here today. Fridays are also draft day. Here on the block. And uh, as tends to happen, um, sometimes just conversations that come up on this show during the week lead to drafts. Like there are natural drafts that come up based on big events that are happening in sports. We can kind of go with that. You know, the other thing I was thinking for this week, we could have done like a 2003 draft, right? With the celebration of the 2003 national championship team. This weekend, Jerry McNamara, Hakeem Warwick getting their 
jerseys retired, and that would have been fun. You know, that would have been great. We're certainly going to discuss that uh, throughout the program. I even put together a little uh, audio tribute to Jerry and Hakeem that we'll listen to coming up here. But, see, that's just not what we do on this show. The draft will often venture off topic, and I don't think this is going to be a sink or swim type of draft. I think no matter how this draft goes, it's going to be gangbusters. So today, Jordan, Lukey, and I are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of bagels. That's right, bagels. Cheers. All this bagel talk yesterday. On the, oh, this is so good. That's a good bagel right there. Shout out to Wit Bagelry, where I got these two. I always talk about bagels on the show. As Jordan and I tried to solve the mystery of where the everything bagel came from. By the way, bad job out of me. I got bagels today for the bagel draft. Did I get an everything bagel included in there? No, I did not. Now, we'll have to come up with the rules of the bagel draft kind of on the fly here. Are we talking about just bagels? Are we talking about bagel-related products? Like, say, bagel bites. Are we talking about bagel breakfast sandwiches? Are we including the toppings on the bagel? Like, say, would, I'm sorry, it's rude to chew with your mouth open. I, I understand that, but just, just go with the bit here for a minute, okay? Bagel with cream cheese, for example. Is that eligible? We'll figure it out. I don't know. That's the beauty of the draft. Sometimes I just don't know. Just give me a topic, go with it, and let it roll. And that is what we will do. We will draft the Mount Rushmore of bagels later in the show. I will now do the entire monologue while eating this bagel. No, I won't do that to you, but we'll have some fun with that later on in the show. But duty calls, friends. Duty calls for the last time here in the regular season because anytime there is a Syracuse basketball game on the horizon, what we do on this show in this here monologue is we wake up the voice guy. Number one. And we give you the keys to victory. How many keys will there be today? I don't know, but you're about to find out. Key number one. Duct tape the defense. Look, I don't know what you can do to fix this defense. It's bad. They've given up 17 points or more in terms of margin of victory. Four straight losses by at least 17 points. In that stretch, three straight teams have scored 90 points or more on Syracuse. In that stretch, there have been at least 14 three-pointers by the opponent. Now, we know what the problem is. And that is the primary problem, stopping three-point shots. As the great Chris Joseph said the other day on the Devo show here on QSportsTalk.com, you can't hope people miss. You got to make them miss. So whatever Jim Beheim and company could do in practice yesterday, in practice today, before 5 o'clock tomorrow, you got to duct tape this thing. You have to put a defense out there tomorrow. I don't care if it's zone I don't care if it's man. I don't care if it's 1-3-1. I don't care if you borrow from Dino Baber's 3-3-5 defense. 
Okay, I don't care how you do it. I don't care where it comes from. Thanks, Brent. You're welcome, Coach. Duct tape the defense so you make Wake Forest miss here. Now, there's another key coming up, in particular to three-point shots with Wake Forest, that will relate to this, which we will get to here shortly. But I don't know how you duct tape this thing. I don't know how you MacGyver this thing. I don't know how you fix this thing because this has been a questionable defense all year. It just so happens the last four games, particularly the last three games with the numbers I just gave you, 90 points at least. What was that, 16 three-pointers in the last three? I had to go over here and read it again. Just make, is that Was that a real stat, or did I have a fever dream with that? At least 14 three-pointers. Okay, well, that's not as bad as 16. But when you have Georgia Tech, one of the worst offensive teams in not only the ACC but in the country, 270 fifth in the country offensively coming into the dome the other night and dropping all those threes on you. You got to duct tape this thing. You got to figure it out. You're not going to fix the leak, but you have to temporarily fix the leak till the plumber comes and fixes this thing. So how do you duct tape the defense is going to be a big question. Number two. Take advantage of an absence. Wake Forest is going to come into this game missing one of their key players. Damari Monstanto, I believe is how you pronounce this young man's name. Out. Knee injury. 13 points per game, 40% from three-point range. He, at this moment, still has the most threes in the ACC. Someone's going to lap him here eventually because he's been out. There are four players on the Wake Forest roster right now that are shooting above 33% from long range. Two players above 65 made threes this season. He's one of them. This offense for Wake Forest has not looked the same. Look, this is a Wake Forest team coming in that's lost three of their last four. It's a Wake Forest team coming in that turns the ball over a lot. They're not good defensively. They don't rebound. There are holes in this team. Wake Forest was on the bubble until recently. They're off the bubble. They're a team that is coming in that has to win the ACC tournament to have a prayer here to get into the big dance. 18-12, and 10-9 in the league. We mentioned they've lost three of the last four. Miami, NC State, BC, including a 71-69 loss to Boston College a couple nights ago where Boston College went on a 27-3 run. Wake Forest... Is coming in stumbling here, but uh, Syracuse can't look at anybody and kind of thumb their nose at him at this point, considering how they're playing defense. So you have to take advantage of that absence. That's one last player that that duct tape patchwork defense has to focus on, which can allow you to focus resources elsewhere because Wake Forest has the leading scorer in the ACC coming in, and Tyree Appleby. He leads the league in scoring. 18 points per game. He dishes out 6.3 assists per game. That also leads the ACC. He's second and barely behind Judah Mintz for second, we should note, with uh, just under two steals per game. He's shooting 37% from three-point range. So you can take the leading three-point shooter out, but you still have Appleby, who's in, and just piles up points and numbers. But at the very least now, As we said, the key here is you make a miss, you don't hope they miss. 
and the ball, uh, the ball work, the assist rate that teams have had against Syracuse, it's eye-popping in the last four games, right? Ball movement is what I was looking for. We'll, we'll go with the other one, too. You got one key guy out that's hit more three-pointers than anybody in the ACC. You'll take what you can get at this point. So take advantage of that offense. And speaking of which, number three, look, offense is your best defense here. As much as they need to patchwork that defense and figure some things out, this just needs to be an onslaught of offense. This just needs to be push the pace and Joe Girard in what could be his last game at the Dome going out in style. We need a Joe Girard 26-28 point game. And Wake Forest is nothing to write home about defensively. He's got to be in groove. He's got to be logo, Joe. He's got to be just let it fly, man. Let it fly. Judah Mintz has to do Judah Mintz things. Jesse Edwards, what potentially and I think will be his last game in the Dome, has to do Jesse Edwards things. Then you need two or three other guys. I don't even care if it's five starters. When they beat NC State back on Valentine's Day, think how different the feeling on this team even was then just a few weeks ago as it is today, going into its last regular season game. But when they beat NC State, they got balanced scoring. I don't know what's going on with Chris Bell. I don't know what's going on. I mean, Benny Williams has that amazing game against Pitt and then just kind of falls back into pedestrian mode. And it kind of leads me to the next key as well here. Number four. Jim Beheim said it himself. You don't want to hear this from a coach in March, but it's the reality of the situation. Can you play with some pride? Can you play with some pride, some guts, some hustle? Show this crowd, show this 2003 national championship team that will be reassembled. Show Coach GMAC and Hakeem Warwick and Jim Beheim, frankly, in what could be his last home game. You know, I don't want to hammer that, but the fact of the matter is it could be, right? You just don't know. Am I going to put money on it? No. But can you dig down deep here and just play with some damn pride? Because we haven't seen that in the past few games. We particularly didn't see that on Tuesday night against Georgia Tech. So you kind of slap down all the cliches here. Play with pride, wake up call, all those things. How do these seniors who are leading you and could be leaving here? We already know John Bolajak, Mike Waters in his Q&A with John Bullajock on Syracuse.com today. John Bull saying he's he's going to transfer out. We already know one player before the season even ends who's transferring out. He's got two years of eligibility left. He's not going to use it. That's what senior day is now. It's not just the traditional seniors because of COVID exemptions, red shirts, the transfer portal, the NBA could come calling for Judah Mintz. I don't care what his draft stock is. That doesn't matter. He still might go. So you never quite know who's on the court for the last time tomorrow. How they treat that is going to be fascinating to me. Can they play with some damn pride? I said it on the show yesterday. I almost don't care if they win or lose this thing. I'm going right back to youth sports, to what that first coach told you. In whatever sport it was that you played as a kid, and he looked at you and he said, guys or gals, it doesn't matter if we win or lose. It's how you play the game. 
That's how back to basics we've gotten with this team, with the defensive fallout we've seen in the last four games. That's what I'm going to come away with more tomorrow because winning or losing it ultimately doesn't matter. I mean, you want to keep your ACC tournament position on Wednesday as opposed to Tuesday, but who thinks this team's going to make a run in Greensboro? And by the way, I'd love to be wrong about that. I would love for people to circle back on that and be like, boy, how wrong were you and how wrong was I that this team finds something here, lights a match, and goes on a run here, but I don't see that happening. I didn't see that happening even when this team was playing better a month ago, and defense was the reason, and now the defense has just completely fallen apart, right? So, look, of course I want to see him go out with a win. I think you want to see him win, and we all want to see a win on what is a Amazing day of celebration at the Dome as well. Tuesday, Wednesday, what does it matter? All that changes at the ACC tournament next week is whether it's impossible to win it because you cannot win five in a row. Anybody, let alone a Syracuse team that's given up the numbers defensively that we talked about a few minutes ago. Four in a row? I mean, that's improbable, but it's not impossible for this team, right? That, to me, is the most important thing. I mean, that's where we're at. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that's where we're at here. So you make the best of it. And what I need you to do is have a good time tomorrow. And I'm dead serious about that. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Seeing those players on that court, honoring Jerry and Hakeem, and that's going to be after the game, by the way. The Jerry McNamara-Hakeem Warwick jersey presentation is not going to be until after the game. So make sure you stick around for that. I don't care how bad the game gets. Don't leave early. Okay? Don't be that guy. You want to see that, right? You want to make a night of it at the Dome. The official 2003 celebration takes place at halftime. The jersey honorings for Jerry and Hakeem are after the game. I don't want to see one person leave that Dome tomorrow. Because Jerry and Hakeem, and I don't use the word deserve lightly. I think people use that word a little too much in life, let alone in sports. I don't use this word lightly. They deserve it. They deserve every single person that steps foot in that dome tomorrow to park their ass in that seat until that ceremony's over. And you know what? Don't even sit in that seat. Standing ovation for those two. That, to me, is almost more interesting than what happens in the game. The things we're thinking about, which we don't have the answers for. We have one answer with John Bullock, but looking out there and kind of squinting into the future and thinking and hoping, okay, what are we seeing for the last time out there? Maybe appreciating the last time you'll see Jim Beheim coach in that building. I don't know that. I don't have any inside information on that, but I think it's now in the realm of possibility. That thought has to cross your mind going into that building tomorrow, right? So there's a lot going on tomorrow besides the game. But when it comes to the game, I mean, if you duct tape the defense, if you take advantage of an absence, if your offense is your best defense and you play with some damn pride, then you might win that game. Or at the very least, you'll send people away with a better feeling than the one we had Tuesday night and the three games prior to that. That's what's on the line tomorrow. That's what we'll be watching. That's what we'll be experiencing. You know who else should watch it? You. Caller 6 right now at 437-7644. If you do not have tickets to the game, if you are Caller 6 right now 
you will get tickets to the game, courtesy of your friends here at ESPN Syracuse and QSportsTalk.com. Caller 6, pair of tickets, you're going tomorrow to experience the 2003 celebration, the Jersey retirement afterwards, everything we've talked about, and things that we have not for one last time this year. As bad as things are, as much as things are bleak, as much as this has not been what you expect or the team expects or anybody expects, there's some cool things going on tomorrow that we know about that you'll want to be a part of and maybe some things that we don't quite know about that you'll at least can say I was there. So call our six right now at 437-7644. We're going to send you to the game. As I noted earlier, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and we are experiencing that a lot this weekend. And there ain't nothing wrong with that as they once sang in the Jefferson's theme song, right? So let's look back on 03 with a focus on Jerry and Hakeem who are getting their jerseys retired, but all that comes with that when we come back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you here on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Now, your Syracuse basketball discussion has been noted and passionate and fantastic. But Fridays are draft day here, and we've got some serious business to take care of here. Lukey's in the studio. Hello, Lukey. Hello, sir. Jordan is here with uh, just a big grin on his face because he's got a spoonful of cream cheese. Brent, this is a stick mic. <laughs> it's a rather unique stick mic you have. Luke, how are you feeling about being at the draft today? <laughs> a, a tasty one. A tasty one at that. So uh, Friday is draft day, and sometimes the draft will naturally lead into, say, like a sporting event happening that weekend. We could have done a 2003 draft. That's oh, what I was expecting. Like that, We're doing right? college basketball conferences. We're going to we? do college basketball Let's conferences go. Today. at some point. Oh. No, not today, Jordan. Oh. Not today. Okay. Making the Ohio Valley oh. first. But I brought my cream cheese for the conference if draft. you are watching on QSportsTalk.com, we brought the goods. I don't know which... I'm going to take this... Depends. Well, do you think a sesame no, bagel is I, the goods? I, we are... Truly breaking the no food in studio rule right now with that sign that's over on the wall, by the way. I don't want to get out the sesame bagel because then I'm going to get sesame seeds (laughs) all over the place. And I was the one complaining about all the food in the studio. So I will just. The irony right now. The The irony irony is so thick. (laughs) We have props. Okay. I brought the boys bagels for the Mount Rushmore draft of. Yes, that's what we're doing today. Bagels. Uh, draft order will be as follows. Myself, Jordan, Luke. How does the guy with a spoon of cream cheese, also a stick mic, go not first? And with the first I'm, pick. Wait. In the Mount Rushmore draft. I'm protesting. Hello. I'm ignoring you. I select French toast. Wow. French toast, baby. The French toast bagel. I'm probably going to get a lot of 
faces like you're making over there. There's a lot of great choices in the bagel world, but I am a fan of the French toast bagel. That's like Sean Tucker. Like, he can be a great pick. You can't take him first round. Fair. Okay? And I'm taking another breakfast food and jamming it in my bagel here, right? So I, I'll i take on the criticism. I don't care. The French toast bagel is freaking delicious, and I'm using my first pick on it. Over to Jordan for pick number two. Is he eats there, his cream cheese. Everything okay over there? It- it's okay. Um, we discussed this a little bit yesterday, but before I pick, I'll make a confession. You may have heard on these airwaves in the last month that Syracuse football coach Dino Babers thinks raisins go on everything bagels. I was I was the victim of fake news. Hand up. I was wrong. But what is right is that everything bagel is the first choice, and I can't believe it wasn't taken first. I feel like the everything bagel is the most famous bagel. So that's a great pick on your part. It's versatile. I also feel like it's kind of polarizing. I think it's a love-hate kind I of thing. I hate everything bagel. What? See, this is my I point. I told you exactly. the other day we had the pretzel things. I don't like them. I don't, I don't, I don't listen. Not everybody <laughs> likes the everything bagel. Oh, Luke, I'm going to get a nothing bagel. There's a there's an aftertaste with the everything bagel. You don't quite know what's in there. But there's sometimes. like a little bit of crunch. Like it's it's the only bagel that has like a little bit of a little bit of you know sunflower seed. Listen, action I'm a fan. I make sandwiches. The, on I it. get the everything bagel seasoning from TJ's. Okay, to put on my avocado toast that I have once in a while. So, I, look, I'm a fan, but I get how polarizing the everything bagel is. Pick number three over to Lukey. So, I'm going to be taking the pizza bagel with my first Whoa! pick. Whoa! Pizza Whoa! bagels. Pizza Whoa! bagels are elite. Okay. You know, miss me with the everything, the French toast. Give me a pizza bagel. You said you combine a breakfast food. I combine the best food with a bagel. Two of the first three picks, unconventional in the bagel the pizza world. pizza bagel. I'm getting high upside with my first pick. I could have gone with my actual favorite kind of bagel, but I will take the pizza bagel. Now, like we're talking bagel bites. Remember you come home from school, yep. get well, make some yep. bagel bites. Yep. Watch a little like Scooby-Doo yeah. or whatever was on TV. The pizza bagel. Wow, the pizza bagel. All right. Back over to me. This is pick number four, my second pick overall. This bagel is hard to do right, but if you do it right, you have me for life. You don't always find them. This is also falls into the you love it or you hate a category, and that is the egg bagel. Okay. The egg bagel. I've had a bad egg bagel. I've had a good egg bagel. I, if you make a good egg bagel, you're going to get my business. I'm just telling you right now. Okay? A little French toast, a little egg, some other flavors that will come up in the draft here. The egg bagel. You're kind of, you know, it's it's a little risky getting the egg bagel yeah, sometimes. I could take you know? or leave the egg bagel. Right? I knew somebody had to take the egg bagel, though. Yeah. yeah. Someone had to do it. Jordan with pick number five overall, his second pick. <laughs> really enjoying that cream cheese, aren't you? I still have at least. Why don't you put it on a bagel? Because I already had a bagel. So did I. Right, I'm watching my figure. <laughs> watching it do what? <laughs> expand. There's. Um, but my draft board has not had to expand because my first two options have both been on the board. When it's come my time to shine. Give me the Asiago bagel. Okay. Ooh. With the fifth pick. Okay. I don't know about the Asiago bagel. That's not my favorite. 
Very millennial. Dude, pick. it's cheese in a bagel. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but you have to toast it right. If you if you burn the Asiago cheese bagel, it's trash. Well, don't be an idiot. <laughs> like, well, uh, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you put it in the thing, you get distracted, you come back, you got burnt Asiago cheese. Brent, the toaster pops on its own. I have a toaster oven, not the toaster pop up. I have well, the toaster oven. Set an alarm on your phone and make yourself an Asiago <laughs> bagel. Somebody, you know, somebody bumps into the little knob. It's set on dark instead of medium. Like, it's over. It's, it's over with the Asiago in that case. Okay. It's the Anthony Davis of bagels. Over to Lukey. With my second pick, I'll be taking my favorite bagel, and that is the blueberry bagel. That's Whoa. good. Big fan. That's pretty a good. good blueberry. Big fan. Love a good blueberry. Love. That's what I just had outside. Delicious, Let's by the go. way. Let's go. Blueberry bagel is my favorite, and it is my second pick. That used to rank at the top of my list. So That's good. Great. I'm with you there. I know totally, you're right, because 100%. blueberry glazed is slowly becoming my favorite donut. Yeah. Blueberries. Okay. Over to me, this is pick seven. It's my third pick. I'm surprised it fell down the list this far, so I got to snag it here. Dang I think it. it's the most famous of the bagels. I think it's the most common Don't, of the bagels. I'm it's struggling. cinnamon raisin time, kids. Okay, okay. Who doesn't like a good old cinnamon raisin bagel? For example, I went somewhere the other day. They had a French toast bagel on the menu. I ordered the French toast bagel. The young lady came out. She looked pretty upset. She said, sir. We're out of French toast bagels. I apologize. What would you like in its place? What did I say? Cinnamon raisin would be fine. It'd be fine. So you took a right. backup quarterback with your I third pick? I took a backup quarterback. With, Cinnamon with raisin is just yeah. like the the uglier sister of the blueberry bagel. Listen. That was rude. I, that was rude. Listen. That was very rude. You know what? The cinnamon raisin is the Jim Beheim of bagels, okay? It's the standard. It's been there forever. Maybe some of these newfangled bagels out there are better, but you stick with the basics. You stick with the old classic. school. I'm going to poke a classic hole in your analogy. cinnamon raisin bagel. Except cinnamon raisin bagels are sweet. Fair. Fair. I'm just talking standards here. Over to Jordan. Somebody's got to do it, right? I've got to take the plain bagel, dude. Yeah. It's the OG. Yeah, yeah man. And when I uh, when I was in grade school, they had the breakfasts if you got there early, and there was nothing better than just slathering way too much freaking cream cheese, and they cut it into fours, and then you just plop a quarter of a plain would, bagel into your mouth with I cream would, cheese. Oh, I would challenge oh. anybody, as I did today. I went and got a dozen bagels. Okay, who orders a dozen bagels and there's not a couple plain in there? Yeah. You always get Losers, a couple plain. Jerks. Exactly. Scoundrels. Communists. I'll do a plain with butter, too. A plain with butter hits, yep. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. That's legit. Especially if you're bringing it for, like, the office or something, you got to have the plain. And they're yeah. the first to go. They're always the first to go, but there's always a couple plain left, too. And again, I'm right? big on san or bagels you can make sandwiches on. So plain, like, that's money. No, absolute money. Right? You start making sandwiches with, like, for example, you can't make pizza bagels with blueberries. Like right. you're making the pizza yeah. bagel on <laughs> the plane, right? This is the ninth pick. Boys, I think it's going to get controversial in here. Oh, here we There go. might be a challenge flag. Are you going to pick like a donut? Here we go. What I'm we got? going to take the bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. I don't know. 
I don't know. About All right, now the best thing because here's on the bagel, thing: then I listen, could take sausage, egg and, sausage egg and cheese. Then Brent could take ham. Right, and but cheese. those would be lesser picks no. because the bacon, egg, and cheese is superior. No, I'm going to allow it, and here's let's go because that's the standard right there. If you yep. get the bagel sandwich, that's mm-hmm. the classic. That's the standard. That's yeah. the Hall of Famer. I see you're playing bagel. Right I raise you. Put a little bacon, a little egg, a little cheese. One word, by the way, for my Long Island people: bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon and cheese. I'm going to allow it. What kind of bagel do you have it on, Luke? Plain, baby. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> Heading down the home stretch here. Final three picks of the Mount Rushmore draft of bagels. Okay. I'm not always in the mood for it, but when you're in the mood for it and you have it and it's good, it just hits different. Okay. The salt bagel. The salt the bagel. The salt bagel. It's not always available, but sometimes you go and you look and you're like, oh, hey, the crunch in there. Now you feel like your blood pressure rising yeah. <laughs> as you're halfway through it, but sometimes you got to treat yourself to a little blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? The salt bagel. That's great on the bacon, egg, and cheese, bro. Oh, yeah. You're just going to go for All it. All coming back to the and bacon. Clog and clog your cheese. arteries. You might as well up the sodium level a, a notch or two. Yeah, I mean, you take Shaquille O'Neal in the MLS draft, you're going to win the freaking draft. <laughs> well, my draft is already tanked because, you know, we're, we're picking pizza, we're picking sandwiches. I already said 86 million times I like sandwiches. I was just picking bagels. So I lost. It's okay. I don't need you or your validation. I don't care. I'm throwing my last pick just for a shout-out. They don't advertise with us. Water Street Bagel, lovely freaking place right here downtown. And they have an excellent bagel that you don't see very often. It's very similar to my first choice, but since I already lost the draft because of the bacon, egg, and cheese, I'm going to throw a shout-out. Give me the spicy everything bagel. Wow. Whoa, hold on. Spicy everything. Hold on. Have you never had it? Wait a second here. it's so good. There, there's a. They've upped the level of the everything bagel. Oh, dude, they put like chili flakes and like red pepper on it. Whoa! You, you get, get a western sandwich on it, so you got like the chipotle with the peppers and the bacon and the egg. But then you got the spice and the bagel. Whoa! Yeah, with the iced coffee too. It's yeah, wow. yeah. because yeah. the everything bagel. Like, there's there's a lot in there. There's, there's more than everything. What? There's there's there, there, there's the. There's a lot of spiciness in there already. So when you're you're so, you know, we're gonna take that, we're gonna up it a level here. It's really good, dude. It's really Shout good. Shout out Water Street. I'm gonna Water go Street. get one of those. They're so awesome. Delicious. Last pick of the draft over to Luke. What are you gonna draft? A car this time? <laughs> no, but it's funny. A state. It's funny you've made fun of all these picks. I've had like another banger for you to end here. Here we go. A song? Here the Bagel go. Dog. The Bagel <laughs> Shut Dog up. No. is a... What no. you, you, no. Wait, no, no. Ahmed. You can't not let him take the Bagel no. Dog after you just let him... Not allowing Why it. Why is the Bagel Dog not allowed? Not wait. allowing it. What How the hell is a Bagel Dog? <laughs> you a Bagel Nobody Dog? Nobody knows what we're, you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my. It's like a pig in a blanket. Wait, wait. Does the... No. Does, yes. does the... Yes. Does yes. The, this, so, this, you're the, making this up. <laughs> Nat, now this is what happens when you let him take bacon, egg, and cheese. But the bacon, wait, egg, everybody knows so what a bacon, bagel egg, and dogs. cheese so is. The whole, bagel dog. Get, out. Bagel get out of here with that. That's a pig in a blanket. No. That's a pig in a blanket. No. Dogs. All right, fine. fine. No. Fine, no fun. I, I was going to say, like, there's the it. hole in the bagel. Does, But I guess not. Right, you know what? I guess then not. I will take the... Cinnamon sugar bagel. Thank you. From that's, Bruger's that's much Elite. better. So I'll take the cinnamon Thank sugar you. bagel. 
Don't know why Bagel Dog isn't being allowed. I'm clearly being uh, persecuted. You'll thank me for draft, not letting you but take. I will the take bagel. the cinnamon sugar. <laughs> the Bagel Dog might have lost you the draft, bro. Brent just actually saved you. We got a break. Stay right there.